Welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, visit PCAPainted.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all of you non-members out there, sign up for a free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the App Store and Google Play. Hey everybody, I'm Nick Slavic. I am the proprietor of the Nick Slavic Painting and Restoration Company. I'm also the host of this show, Ask a Painter Live. It is a weekly live Facebook and Instagram show. I'm dual broadcasting here from two different phones. Uh, where we basically showcase the life of a master craftsperson, paint business owner, father, lover of the outdoors, things like that. And uh, very special show today. I consider them all special. They're all my children, right? But today is a, is a good one because we are um, live from my beloved box blind right here on the back of the Slavic farm. You can hear the breeze going. You can hear the leaves uh, shaking in the wind. You can hear my, my little birds out there. Uh, I know Steve Lockwood watching on Facebook. I know you're a lover of this sort of thing too. Uh, Mindful painting on Instagram. Um, tonight, um, why am I in my box blind, right? It is not hunting season. Uh, that's fine. Uh, it is a beautiful Sunday evening. I'm, um, I'm just composing my thoughts, mentally getting ready for this next week. I want to be a good leader to my people. Uh, I want to give them the good management, the good inspiration that they need. Uh, I want to be there for them. And I'm just... I'm going through that process of getting there, right? So it is <clears throat> the middle-ish of July right now, and most of us are house painters, and it is busy. It is busy. This is the height of the height. There's not enough days. There's not enough sun. There's not enough dry days. There's not enough anything for us to get done what we want to get done and to help all the people we want to help, right? So... It's times like this where you could work ad infinitum, and it is uh, it is very important to sort of do these things, right? So I could be from my war room, right, in, in the house. That's just a short walk over to my beloved little thing. But it's important to be out here. I built this thing uh, for the family, for me, um, to sort of be like a little refuge. And we bought this farm about nine years ago um for that reason as well we were looking for a place to stay the rest of our lives and we found it we absolutely love it out here so before we get any deeper into that uh, i will tell you guys tonight any question any topic <clears throat> you absolutely suggest something and we are there i'll give you a, a brief tour of this old house style tour of my little box blind here and stuff like that uh, but otherwise we are running two cameras uh, two phones off of uh, one cellular data package so if one kicks out kind of how it goes right here that's how it goes but uh, I'm here to ask uh, to answer any question you guys have suggest a topic we'll go for it I'm seeing lots of uh, lots of familiar names out here oh there's Ryan too how's it going Ryan on Instagram ah uh, Rodriguez he's watching the soccer game versus Canada love that all right so nature is the thing that refuels me right I just love it I get that warm fuzzy feeling every time I'm out here and out in any nature for that reason. You guys follow along and you've seen all my wilderness walks with SIG where we go explore state land out here uh, in, in America. We all own the public land and there are millions and millions of acres of everything for us. Woods, wetlands, prairie and everything for us to use freely. And uh, almost nobody uses it. Uh, I rarely see another human on these uh, thousands and thousands of acres around me uh, that have this stuff. So it's a, it's a great thing. Juan Jimenez, happy Sunday. Uh, John Harrell, how's it going, man, from Facebook? 
Uh, what's your method of, ooh, here we go. It's skipping, lots of people commenting here. What's your uh, method of keeping up with multiple crews and multiple jobs day to day? Well, I am immersed in this right now. Uh, I have deep dove into our project management system now, and we're going through a little revision of it like that. We're trying to simplify this process so we can still give that concierge level service, uh, but we also wanna make it simpler on our people too. So honestly, communication is the key. We use Slack, uh, and, and this is gonna be a, a no duh sort of thing. But uh, communication is the key and systems and processes are the key and uh, training and support. So it's kind of this holistic little thing where, oh, is there a pheasant? Uh, it's the thing where Slack is our main avenue of, um, of communication. It removes the text and the calls from the phone. Uh, and then what we do is we have, uh, we do some very simple things consistently all the time. And my people are amazing at this, amazing at this. And this is what makes them world-class, which is at 8 a.m. every morning, uh, every crew creates a project plan, which is basically what are we going to do today? What are we going to do to the end of the project to get this sucker done? Uh, and then at noon, we do a quick check-in on track, off track. And then at 3 p.m. every day, they basically say, what's going to get done by the end of today? And then uh, we're getting this constant feed of data. I know it takes your painters away for a little bit, but it's a small investment of time. It helps us help them because we can get this data from the field. We can then get our schedule out before 4 o'clock every day. And that helps them with surety about where they're going. And it, and it simplifies that whole craziness of stuff there. So, uh, yeah, the basic thing is, yes, there's like... We make a G sheet, we write out the schedule in there, we use Slack to communicate, but really what it is, is uh, being a mindful, caring human being towards another person. And uh, yeah, just, I mean, support them. Don't leave them hanging out there. Just know that they have a lifeline to you. And then when you need that information about how they're doing, where they're going, uh, then, they're, then they're gonna be there and, uh, and give you that information. So, John, I wish I had a little more uh, hack or a trick thing there, but that's that's basically it. So, all right. Da, 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 da. Uh, Juan Jimenez, why didn't you paint the bottom of the mural? Uh, you guys have been following along with my mural and we had the sort of a ribbon cutting uh, yesterday. And I will tell you this, um, that mural, uh, that building is owned by one individual. Uh, the brewery inside is owned by another. Um, the historical society and a whole bunch of great donors and community clubs in that town of Montgomery banded together, raised the funds and did this as a charity project. And the, and the, uh, the owner of that building was the beneficiary. The, benef uh, the, the, the owner of that building had some very specific things that he wanted to do. It was his sign, his interpretation. The city didn't own it. So um, one of the things that I had to do very very carefully was uh, in, in the setup process, the painting process, and the closeout process was to honor the original intent of the sign because I'm a lover of history, so is he. But also he had some things that he wanted too. He had, he had put his personal flavor on it. So I worked carefully with him on that. Also... He painted the, the white on the top, and he was stripping those bricks down below. And I think he's actually going to chemically strip them. So it just was not part of the scope. I mean, this to me was as simple as, hey, uh, there is a kitchen and a living room in an open concept house. We were uh, contracted to paint the living room and not the kitchen. And now the living room looks bright, new, and great. And the kitchen does not, but the homeowner's going to tackle it themselves. Uh, same sort of thing. So that's kind of the idea right there. Uh, Lord knows I would have done that if I would, uh, if I could have. So... Um, yeah. All right. Thank you everybody for watching. Lots of great people here. So, um, John Harold, the 3 PM thing is what I'm lacking. Yeah. It's a, it's a simple thing. And you know, any new system and process takes a while to get your people on board, but once they do, it's like clockwork, man. It's just so awesome. And it really does help them. It, it helps us help them give or take. So, 
Got people watching from South Carolina. Casey Curtis, uh, the mural was awesome. Thank you so much. And Juan, it came out great. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. So uh, it actually looks really stunning now. We almost put like a layer of varnish over it. So we went there with some non-sacrificial um, siloxane-based anti-graffiti coating. And we snuck two of our craftspeople in the morning of the ribbon cutting. And they put on a big old slathering thick layer of that stuff right on there. And it... Uh, it was absolutely awesome, and it looks like a deep, uh, you know, it looks like a wood finish over the top of it now, which is really cool. So um, those are really kind of the things that, you know, I started my business 15 years ago for that sort of thing, which is just like, I'm a lover of history. I'm a lover of this sort of thing. Um, we did a beer mural on a silo overlooking a ball field uh, just over there, about five miles. And again, it's just like, those are the fun adventures that I love doing with this company. Um we went to Gale Island on Lake Minnetonka where we, uh, where we did a whole bunch of historic restoration on this beautiful estate. We had to take boats out there. Uh, I brought my gold team to, uh, to North Carolina to a beach house as well too. So these are the fun projects that we get to do. So, all right, let's see. Oh, Instagram. Uh, uh, Serviceman Painting, LLP. We notice people are holding tighter to their money and are getting more bids this year than last. Are you experiencing that as well? And if so, how are you managing it? So interestingly enough, um, we, we do the thing called data and feelings, right? So um, I don't doubt uh, that that's your experience. It's not my experience right now. Um, this spring, we actually had a spring rush statistically last year. And if we follow leads, website visits, traffic, estimates, sold, everything else, last year, there was like no spring rush. It wasn't like less of a spring rush. It was no spring rush. So the interesting thing has been this year, Spring Rush came on in a big way, and uh, we ended up selling about uh, uh, about $800,000 worth of painting in the couple months of spring. And uh, I believe Estimator Andy set a single week record for the company when he sold $140,000 in one week. And when I say, I don't want this to come off as selling 140 grand, it's like, we were able to help clients with respectable projects, scopes, reasonable budgets, and a lot of people really liked our services and, and, and how uh, Andy and Ian, our estimators, did that. So we're working through all that stuff right now. We got a monster backlog. There's probably 140, 160 jobs on our, uh, on our queue, and we're doing our best to serve those clients. And uh, we, we probably won't get to all of them. That's just how the weather and the staffing and everything goes, but it kind of is what it is. So uh, serviceman painting, um, if I were, so that's not been my experience, but if that were, um, I would definitely, um, I would definitely diversify my marketing, make sure you're getting leads from a whole bunch of sources, not just one. And I would just do more estimates. If, if your success ratio is going to drop a little, which kind of sounds like the end result of something like this, uh, or the average job size goes down, get out there and do more estimates. It just is what it is. So, you know, instead of doing uh, 15 a week, do 18 and that's three more a week. That's 156 a year, uh, more estimates. And if your SR is 50%, or even 40%, you're gonna land between 60 and 70 extra jobs a year just by doing three extra estimates a week. So that's kind of how we think about it like that. So, all right, let's go through IG a little bit more. Hello, everybody. Man, this is awesome. This is awesome. I'll give you guys a tour here in just a second here. This is all, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, that one looks great too. Oh man, Lewis, thanks so much, man. I appreciate all the kind words of that mural, man. That was so fun. And uh, we, we sort of intentionally, we rotated out a bunch of our young apprentices and craftspeople because I mean, it, as a painting project, those things are actually not that difficult, right? They're just like, the painting is an afterthought. It's the, it's the logistics, it's the layout, it's the sequencing, 
it's uh, it's how you move through a project so you don't do a whole bunch of extra work. And man, I think we ended up putting in, I think we must have put, must have put in about 150 hours into that sucker. 160 hours. I could check all my, uh, yeah, obviously we job costs and stuff, but, uh, yeah, well, well I did, I wasn't the one who particularly job costed that one, but, uh, I think I took a sniff test at it. Yeah. We probably had between 140 and 160 hours in there. And all of my young people just love doing that stuff. And we probably had about 40 hours, maybe even 50 hours of just smoothing out the lines. Cause it's historic brick, right? There's four colors and we're trying to like make these lines straight and everything and everything's going everywhere. And the colors were so disparate. We actually used tape so that we didn't have this crazy uh, coverage issue. The tape was really not there to give us lines. It was to actually stop um, coverage issues between like white and red or black and red or green and black and things like that. So um, when we tore that off, you can imagine the amount of bleed behind uh, tape on historic brick, rough historic brick. So we actually got up there with artist brush. We used a deuce, a uh, two gallon pail, four Dixie cups in there with four artist brush. And they went up there with the four colors and they spend about half an hour and 45 minutes per letter up there. Uh, I think there's 26 letters, half an hour, 45 minutes per letter, four colors, and touch every day one of those up, dab, 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 and it looks so sharp. It is absolutely amazing. It is absolutely amazing uh, to see that stuff, especially done by, you know, people in their 40s, people uh, who are 18, like that, people in their first year of service in the company, and all of them just high-fiving and everything. So, yeah, great, great to be a part of. I mean, we love those things, so... I'm Prith Fever County, and we've got recruiting best practices, paint and training resources, and a bare pro sweepstakes coming your way in this PCA Minute. It's recruiting season. If you're wondering where all the good candidates are, we got you covered. There's an entire section on PCA Overdrive dedicated to hiring, recruiting, and retention. Curated from your favorite podcasts, expo sessions, and virtual events, you'll learn to hire and keep rock stars in your company. Just look for the hiring, recruiting, and retention lane on PCA Overdrive. Get your crew field ready faster with PCA's painter training. PCA Overdrive provides free access to painter training videos in English and Spanish. Our training portal offers a more in-depth learning experience through a guided pathway. Each module has an assessment and certificates are awarded at the completion of each level. To learn more, go to pcapaintedorg training. Finally, enter for a chance to win the Bear Pro Painter Sweepstakes. Price includes $5,000 worth of Bear, Kills, Graco, and 3M products. Visit pca.so slash Bear Pro Sweepstakes to enter now. <laughs> Let's go through. I don't want to miss anything here. Oh, man, you guys are... Do, 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 do. Luis, or Luis. What do you think about, what do you think to use subcontractor versus employee? Someone recommended, but I don't know how that works. Yeah, so we actually do a hybrid. Uh, we have uh, a big pile of W-2s, we have a big pile of subcontractors, and um, we're basically just you know using the tools that we have with us, which is we can sell a hell of a lot more work than we can ever produce, and, is and we can partner with other local Minnesota businesses to get that work done. As long as they adhere to our core values, as long as they follow our processes, as long as they take care of our clients like they do, it's a great relationship because there's a lot of guys who don't have enough work. There's people like us who have too much work and we can't find and train people fast enough to grow the army to do it. And it's this kind of like hybrid flex sort of thing. And it's a great situation. And um, my my main company, Apprentices and Crafts People, I am so grateful to to know these people. They like Getting to know them has made me a better person, a better leader. Uh, knowing our, 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 uh, our uh, contractors that we partner with too, our, our other local 
Minnesota craftspeople and business owners and entrepreneurs. They are such bright minds. They all share our core values. It's just an amazing experience to be connected professionally uh, with so many people here who, who care about the craft, care about our clients, and uh, yeah, it's great. So uh, yeah, so right now, honestly, um, if it was 10, 15 years ago, subs had a really bad name, and I think uh, maybe rightly so because, you know, uh, sometimes subcontracting could just be labor brokering, a careless, thoughtless you know, um, meaningless sort of labor brokering, but it's not. I mean, when you get a whole bunch of thoughtful people like uh, Paris and Brad Ellison and everybody else in our industry, they do it right, man. I, they, they take care of their people. I mean, there's there's uh, trade partners that are putting six figures in their pocket just working summers uh, for a lot of companies like that. It's a great partnership. It's a great partnership. So I would look into both and I'd be happy to uh, talk more about that. So Casey Curtis, I need help getting more leads. Any thoughts? Yes. Uh, we talk about this frequently and, uh, I hate to, I hate to hit it again, but it is on everybody's mind and this question never goes away and people keep asking it. So you solve these issues with time, with money or with both. Uh, if, if you do not have a lot of money, I would solve it with time, which is print off a bunch of flyers, get a $28 peddler's permit, permit or solicitor's permit from your local town and hit the, hit the ground, knock on doors, drop flyers, ask people if they want free estimates, just go door to door, get aggressive out there. I mean, don't, don't be aggressive towards the humans. Just get aggressive means get proactive. Just get out there and do something instead of posting once on Facebook. And then, you know, just being really surprised when the world doesn't rain down leads on top of you, things like that. Now, if you want to spend a little money, um, you got to do some of the basics. Make sure your Google profile is ripping. I treat my Google profile like Facebook or Instagram, like update it often, put stuff on there, comment on there, um, uh, comment on all your uh, reviews, things like that. Uh, um, you want to have a good website. Obviously, that's like, you know, pay to play. Uh, that's just how it is. You want to have Instagram. You want to have Facebook. I would even get into TikTok. Uh, Threads just started now, too. So Threads is on there. Uh, there are probably more to follow on all that stuff too. Uh, I haven't found a good way to interact with Snapchat yet, although I know there are some companies who do that, but I would just get out there and on every Nextdoor, every Yelp, every, um, you know, whatever, every single one of those sites, I mean, there's about 15 that I update regularly. I don't, I can't prove they do nothing, but also with all that stuff, we're getting more and more leads. And so I think you're you're putting this mix of soup out there, these little tiny activities every week, every day, and it adds up. Uh, or at least the Google gods and the Google algorithm think uh, very fondly upon people who are constantly active instead of just one big advertising campaign, one big thing. Um, I get on there probably twice a week and just like move stuff around, bump stuff, update things, things like that. And it seems to be uh, really favoring. So those are things you can do with your time too. All those things I mentioned don't really cost any money. I mean, a website can be... 20 bucks a month, give or take, uh, 50 bucks a month, 100 bucks a month, that's nothing. If you do want to drop some money, I think the low-hanging fruit right now is uh, Facebook and Instagram. It's the easiest, it's the most controllable by you. Now, it's infinitely complex once you get into Ad Manager and stuff like that. It could be as simple as take the greatest before and after you've ever done, put your website, put your phone number, say a little something about you, and give it 10 bucks a day, 100 bucks a week. 100 bucks a month, something, and just see what you can get from there. The truth is, most small painting companies don't need a lot of leads, right? Uh, the average one or two person company, I mean, I don't know if you need 50 jobs a year, if that, you know, maybe 45 to 55 jobs a year. And if you're selling most of your work, you probably only need 60, 70, 80, 90 leads a year, which means one every couple days you need somebody to contact you. So once, if you want to get outside of word of mouth repeat referral, you got to do something. 
do something with your money, do something with your time, or do something with both. But it's going to have to be intentional, right? If you wanted to find employees, you wouldn't just cross your fingers and hope they show up, right? You would get out there and you'd make a good ad, you'd make a good value proposition, and uh, you'd start talking to people. And if you really wanted to get aggressive, you'd be calling family and friends and neighbors. Who do you know who's looking for a job? You go to your church groups and your community groups and things like that. So get out there and do it, man. <laughs> Jesse Allen, it's a beautiful Minnesota evening. I would agree. Oh, Don Sincenis, I hope I say your name right. Do you agree uh, on jobs with a handshake or do you only do jobs with a contract? Uh, let's see. So here's what I would do. We, in, in essence, we kind of do both, which is uh, we don't ask for a down payment. So in theory, we're kind of doing a handshake thing. But uh, people are placing a lot of trust in us and non-payment is not an issue for my company. So we're going forward. However, uh, that'll be changing in the future too. We will be taking down payments. Um, but we do have a contract that somebody signs. Um, and it has more to do with what we promise them, the systems, the processes, and things like that. So um, yeah, that, that's typically what we do. But we do have them sign something, just like a thing that we can both agree on. It's not necessarily like a legal contract, although they sign and date it, but it is more of like, here's things that we agree on for your project, right? And some of them even are um, what constitutes a finished surface. Uh, the PCA standard is 39 inches standing under normal viewing light without magnification, things like that. I changed it a little bit in mine. Uh, 39 inches is a very specific thing. I just put 48 inches because that's four feet. But basically, you have to agree on what a finished surface is. Standing position, normal viewing light, four feet away. And you can't be mushing your face up against there with, a, with an LED light, stuff like that. So, Jesse Allen, can we talk about your training program in a nutshell? How long does it take? Uh, where at, what's it involved? Uh, I assume you're talking about painters. So uh, we typically do a week or two in our training facility. Uh, we, we train them basically on interior wall painting and prep and cabinet and trim prep. They do a little bit of a spraying and stuff like that too. But really, we know that even if we had six months, we couldn't teach them everything we want to know in our training facility. So it's really about absorbing the culture, meeting our people, seeing what we're about, being comfortable, enjoying the craft, knowing you're in a safe place and around people who really, really care about you. And that makes people learn better. So I know the rubber hits the road over the next year, basically. Uh, in three months, I'd like my people to paint a 15 by 15 foot bedroom prep, top coat one, top coat two, D-prep in four hours or less. Uh, come about six months, I would like them to do multiple wall projects and operate a sprayer. Uh, come about nine months, I would like them to do a cabinet project on their own. And about a year, I would like them to have their own apprentice and run their own crew. Basically become a craftsperson, graduate the apprenticeship program, get their own van, their own tools, everything else, and uh, and kind of go forth. So, all right, I'm going to hop back and forth between IG and Facebook here. Austin Schumacher, how's it going? All right, how do you train when every job is different? <laughs> One is a whole house uh, conversion from stain to paint. The other is two. Yeah, so here's the deal. You can, so I... There's, there's a thing that a lot of us people who have been around a long time like to say, which is, I couldn't possibly talk about price because everything is so different. There's a variable in every job. I couldn't possibly talk about standardizing this process because every house is different. That's fine. But we broke our systems down into the main SOPs of the company. There's wall painting, ceiling painting, cabinet painting, trim painting, deck, and then exterior, like just painting the outside of a house. Yes, there's going to be a rock retaining wall. Yes, there's going to be a tree. Yes, there's going to be lead paint on one and not on another. But the basic systems of that, like my, my bedroom SOP is 22 steps. Some bedrooms might be bigger, some might be smaller. Some might have textured, some might not. Some might have wallpaper, some might not. 
you can break it down to the simple steps and then if you found the right people for your company decent human beings and good thinkers will fill in those gaps and do that you don't need to you don't need to write out every single step or move your feet towards the can of paint and then use your left hand to pick up the can of i mean i i'm saying obvious things but um John, uh, you, you probably have my SOPs, I'm thinking. We've, we've corresponded in the past, but if, if anybody wants a copy of my SOPs, uh, you can always email me, nick at nickslavic.com, and then, uh, yeah, I'll just share them with you. I usually just ask for a nice review somewhere if you like them. Uh, after that, it's pretty simple. Now, they're not, they're not end-all and be-all and solve-all, but I believe really good humans will comply with a simple system, and they'll get big wins, and, and big wins make people super happy, and that's what I'm a big fan of. So, yeah. Ryan Koichel, fellow Minnesota painter. Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for the apprenticeship training materials. We're already uh, excited to be bringing the new people. I uh, love that, Chris Kent. Love to hear from you, man. Uh, how can I get the training you recommend? Nick at nickslavic.com. Ask for my SOPs. Casey Curtis, you are welcome. <laughs> All right. Joel Hamburg, good friend from the industry. Louis Jasso, how you doing, man? All right, a couple more from IG, and then I'll give you guys a quick tour here. I know I said that. <clears throat> Swish painting, you want to be live with me in the box blind? I'm a, there's not enough room in the box blind for the two of us, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, thank you for your answer. I appreciate you sharing your experience. Serviceman painting, I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Oh, love this. Okay. Uh, Jim Callahan. Hey, uh, Jim Callahan. Uh, friend from New Prague former apprentice with the painting company, uh, just all around great guy. Uh, Jim, this is your door. Uh, Jim Callahan, a good friend of mine, we actually restored the outside of his, I think, 1950s house, either late 50s, early 60s. But he had this killer uh, storm door out there. It's all wood. It's actually got the insert that comes in and out with all the lock things. Uh, and he was kind enough to give that to me for the box blind. And in return, I told him we'd have a couple IPAs in here. And he has yet to come by and, uh, and, and take me up on it. But I won't hold it against him. You're always welcome. But beautiful black scuff X enamel on this door. I look out here over my little deck out there on, on the box blind. And I can see the sunset through the willow trees out here. So, Jim, you're the man. And I actually have... Uh, a, a crystal doorknob uh, from my old house, uh, the one that we restored. There was an extra one that we had always kept, and it's right there. 1948, even earlier than I thought, Jim. So, yeah, thanks, man. It, meaningful things mean a lot to me, especially when you surround yourself with them. So, uh, with that said, I think it is time for a, for a tour here. Uh, let's see. I will try to be not shaky when we do this. All right, so <clears throat> this is... This is my box blind. Uh, technically, this is a hunting structure. So you can see out here, we have uh, this prairie. And uh, my prairie restoration company came out here and they mowed it. Uh, we have wildflowers 
all out here. This whole thing used to be box elder trees and stuff. Uh, we took down probably a few hundred trees, 250 trees. Uh, they're all scrub trees. I would never cut down a good hardwood or anything like that, but they're all a bunch of scrub trees. We left some on the perimeter. Uh, they tend to fall over a lot. We burned them all in these massive piles. You guys probably saw me uh, for the last couple of years burning piles out here. We, we dug up all the land and we planted native prairie out here. And it's in its uh, first year, give or take, first, second year. But you can see a little bit of black-eyed Susans and some other uh, nice flowers popping up. We also put in a few hundred hardwood trees and uh, berry and nut bushes and stuff. So my, my specification for my uh, land restoration guys were I want stuff with nuts and berries and fruit. I want something to be utilitarian. I want critters to come out here and find a safe haven till hunting season, uh, but a great place to live. And uh, just before I came out here, actually, so you can see across, this is kind of this beautiful little hill. This box blind is just high enough where I can see all the way back to the other side of my land back there. See that tree line back there is kind of the edge of my land. Right before I came out here, a deer and her fawn walked right into the back of the property right there, probably to bed down overnight. We've been seeing them on the trail camera, but you can see this is in, uh, we're trying to get rid of the scrub weeds. And what you do is you put in the native prairie and then every once in a while, the scrub weeds will grow faster than the prairie and you mow it to give those native uh, flowers and stuff a chance to grow in. Up by my house, we're in its third year and it is full of flowers. Uh, the pollinators are going crazy and it's absolutely awesome. So we have, so this is kind of the lay of the land here. We got uh, beautiful pine boards, kind of a, a, a shiplap ceiling that we, I just threw two coats of scuff X on that sucker. It looks perfect. Uh, it's great for what it is. We want a nice dark ceiling so you can't see my shadow. You know, if you're a critter down there looking up here, you want you don't want to see uh, silhouetted up there. So we do have some power out here. I did run uh, some uh, temporary electrical out here if we need it. Um, all of this wood in here is actually reclaimed stuff that we've salvaged um, from various schools, churches, and historic homes in the area. And I've, I've held onto it for years. It's all basically fir and pine. Uh, and uh, this on the inside here, what you're looking at is actually a pretty cool sort of thing, which is this is the backside of trim. You can see there's this cup out here. This is the backside of casing. This is about four, four and a half inch wide historic casing uh, that was in houses. And you can even see, look at this. You, this is the old uh, writing on that stuff. I was careful to save a bunch of these pieces and put them in here so we could see them uh, like that. And this one too over here, this is a cool one. Uh, this is uh, H.E. Westerman Lumberyard uh, over in Lonsdale, the next town over here. And that was the original stamp they put on probably 100, 120 years ago. So um, I ripped it all down. I planed it all down. I, I sanded the backs of these things. I wanted all those crazy defects and stuff like that. That's what I like. And then I made tempered glass windows for this thing. So these are uh, eight foot windows in here, eight foot by probably two foot windows all the way around. So basically you get this panoramic view all the way around you and through Jim's and through Jim's window right there. Um, this was my little uh, my little project this last year, which is, this is a little wood stove. Uh, it pipes out through there, obviously. Uh, we got some uh, uh, beautiful tile there. That was kind of a splurge for me, but I thought this is gonna be a great thing. Uh, Estimator Andy found this old metal uh, container down here, and I actually keep all my, uh, he gave this to me. We actually keep all our fire making stuff in here. We got fire starters and, and you know, a um, little bit of, uh, you know, kindling stuff like that we got our cot we got our chair things like that and of course you know if we're going to be up here doing some shooting sports and stuff we do have the office chairs and things like that the bow and arrow we got our uh uh 
the old uh, thermometer here. This is fun to watch because it'll be, you know, negative 10. And as this thing heats up, you can actually watch the temp rise and it's actually pretty cool to see. So um, now I'll take a look out here. I was drying some stuff off, so I got a red towel here hanging. But you can see the windows here flip down like this on here, all brass hardware. I wanted something that wasn't going to tarnish, but the windows all flip down like this. Uh, shooting windows coming yet this year. Uh, and then we have, uh, I got my little pile of firewood that I was chopping up here, and this is my cable railing on the deck on the, on the box blind. Uh, on the outside, same thing, uh, reclaimed uh, fir and pine. And you guys saw me brightening this uh, the other day too. So we're getting ready to, oh yeah, you can see this here. People were saying you couldn't really see the difference, but this is what a good oxalic acid does to this stuff, which is we had some uh, gray wood right here and we, we hosed it all down with our oxalic acid mixture and it, it got rid of the old dead fibers, brought it back to life. Give it a quick scuff sand and we're gonna re-oil that stuff uh, too. So. Yep, you can see the big, the big eight-foot window flips down like that. We got a little soffit and fascia there to kind of uh, uh, shield us from the uh, wind and rain and all that. But I mean, come on, this is this is as good as it gets out here, guys. We got this beautiful, beautiful ancient uh, willow kind of crop right here, and the the sun sets in the west right behind me. And then you can see back over there is towards my house and there is a uh, silo, actually probably one of the nicest structures on the property that's still there. It's still structurally good. A barn that collapsed before we bought the property. So there's kind of ancient ruins over there. And as we go across here, it's all marsh and wetlands. Beautiful, beautiful uh, critter paradise back here. And you can't see, but right over there, there's kind of a clearing back there. That's actually a pond uh, back there. It's a shallow mucky pond, but full of ducks, full of birds. I mean, you can see all the red-winged blackbirds and the, and the things flying around here. And then, we, what we call in the back is kind of the savanna, which is, it's this beautiful grassy hill. It's got these crazy uh, walnut trees and stuff like that. And uh, we mow paths through this whole place back here. And uh, it's just a glorious place to be, especially with the family when, when we mess around with that. So, all right, enough shaky cam. Let's get this set out. Let's answer a few last questions. Hey there, I bet business is probably picking up for you right now and things are feeling good and using the right tools like Estimate Rocket can help keep it that way. Estimate Rocket offers professional estimates and proposals with digital signature, single source work orders for the entire team, lead to paid job management, full scheduling tools with mapping and time tracking, automated email campaigns, invoicing that exports to any accounting system, and deep data analysis reports. Go to EstimateRocket.com for a free 30-day trial to see if Estimate Rocket is a fit for you. Let's call it a Sunday. So we all got stuff to do. All right, make sure this guy's level again. All right, just leveling it up. And that deer head right on top there is the first deer we ever shot out of this thing. It was me and my son shot that together, a little spike buck a couple years ago. But it was right through this window, right over there towards the edge, edge of the property. It was a great time with the family there. So, all right, let's go through here. <laughs> uh, facility service painting. Nick has sent me plenty of his SOPs and other stuff. Thanks, you are welcome. Ben Bryan, good friend Ben Bryan here. Uh, John Harrell, thanks. I just don't want to train like I came up with uh, Figure It Out. It's a good system with the right people. 
Yeah, and, and training is always tough, man, because it's that old proverbial thing of how many PowerPoint slides are you going to watch, how many training manuals, and this and that. And what it really comes down to, if people like who they work with and they're paid pretty well, they'll stay around long enough to get really, really good at something. And then if you can throw in good leadership, good management, and, and some inspiration and stuff, that's always good too. But enjoying the place you work, enjoying the humans you're with, and, uh, and having a reward system where you think that, where, where you feel that your uh, effort is being rewarded is very important. And it's something I never stop thinking about uh, day and night. Uh, it, is, it is my life and I love this. I love this. So, all right. Casey Curtis, email sent. Love to see that. Love to see that. Okay, let's go back through a little bit of IG and make sure we didn't forget anything. Mm. Ah. Fortunate finishes. You mentioned on a podcast that you use 3M high strength hole filler, solid gem. Yeah, absolutely. So again, um, when I spec something like blue frog tape, right? The inch and a half blue frog tape. Um, well, that stuff, it, that might be an exception. That stuff is like, it, it's the best. It's awesome. But I never claim to, when I use something for my company, what I'm never doing is saying, this is the only thing. This is the best thing. You're stupid if you don't use it. What I'm saying is for my people, for my processes, for my homeowners, for our level of experience, for the readily availableness of that thing, for the effectiveness of it, what can we get that's just always going to be there? I want the Nike. I want the Google. I want the thing that's never going to go away. 3M's not going anywhere. And uh, that high-strength hole filler. Now, it comes out uh, patch and primer in one, high-strength hole filler, things like that. They're all great deviations of the same great patch product, which is it's something that's readily available. It works insanely well. It dries so fast. It's sandable in 10, 15 minutes, give or take. And that's what we need when we're doing these houses. If you just take, um, you know, lightweight joint compounds, sometimes that stuff will need overnight to dry in those rooms. And that's not, you're not giving a valuable service to your clients. If to paint a simple bedroom with my methods, we can get it done in half a day. And if you get in there with drywall mud, those kids or those parents are out a night with a bedroom. So I'm always thinking about the human side of this. So, yeah, you got that fortunate finishes. Love to see you watching. Love that stuff. <laughs> Patrick, I'm a novice to painting, and man, there is an S-ton to know. Oh, my God. So, all right, yes and no, right? <clears throat> I would argue you can be very effective and not know that much or not get that crazy. Now, the good thing is with our craft, uh, it's sort of like, it's probably akin to something like pool. I'm just grasping at a, at, a, at a comparison here, but you can go to a bar, put some quarters in a pool table and bang some balls around and eventually you and your buddies will get them all in. Congratulations, you now know the basics of pool. But some people spend a lifetime mastering the craft the science the the beauty the art of it things like that and i feel that that's what we have here too which is this craft you can just get out there and you can do apartment turns or you can paint a bedroom really well or you can do something you buy a can of really good paint buy a good brush roller cover follow some simple steps mask off the woodwork you get a good thing and then you can also devote your life to it to doing high gloss and fine finishes and solving problems and fixing things and, and things like that painting beer murals on the side of buildings uh that is actually probably the most simple painting project we'll do all year, but yet it's the most like pizzazzy sort of paint job we do all year. And, and people think it's very hard. It's way more of a problem here than it is with a paintbrush. And that's where we win. Like, yes, there's a lot to know, but your brain is the filter, that magical filter that you can put everything through like that. And 
yeah, you can make it as uh, simple or as complex as you want. And I would always urge you, I've always been a friend of simplicity, which is I find a good primer, I find a good process, I find a good paint, and I stick with it until I experience something that I'm not happy with or find something better, and then we move on to that. But at some point, you got to be super happy with exceeding the client's expectations, right? And you can always explore, do some other stuff like we're about to do. We gathered up a whole bunch of oak cabinet doors. We got uh, some new cabinet enamels to try in the shop, and we will experiment. But uh, it'll be on our time. It'll be for a reason, on a mission, and we're not going to like ruin our company and our life uh, by trying out new stuff all the time. So we do have to actually get some wins once in a while here. So, Does your business need more reviews? Nice job can help. Our reputation marketing platform automates review invites to save you time. Reviews are collected and distributed across major platforms such as Google, Facebook, and more. Turn your reviews into customer stories with photos that you can share across your social channels. NiceJob allows you to manage all of this within our platform. Start your free trial today. Carlos, Minnesota painter, Aaron King, good friend. Aaron King actually drove by and saw the Montgomery um, Brewery mural restoration. That was awesome. Uh, uh, Casey Curtis, uh, <laughs> to the people watching here, Nick, we're all going to be great. I don't doubt that at all. I don't doubt that. So this uh, this show is a weird dog whistle, folks. Like, So um, it's, it's really interesting to be on podcast and you get introduced as, unless you've been living under a rock, you have to trip over Nick Slavic. Everybody knows Nick Slavic. And that can really stroke your ego for a little bit until you go to the data. Remember the data and the feelings? The data is there's 330,000 painting companies in the U.S. There's probably 450, 480,000 painters. Uh, there's 20,000 followers of Ask a Painter. And, you know, there's probably 20 people watching the show, right? So lest you get a big head about what you do, I, I love this little world that we've created on this thing, this connection. Uh, this is a lighthouse and this is a dog whistle. This is a box blind, if you will, uh, for all of us nuts who really, really love this and not just what can a paint. Lord knows that's fun and exciting and great, but like the life of it, the thinking of it, the philosophy of it, leading other humans, uh, the love of the craft, enjoying what you do, you know? Uh, I know so many people who are bummed out about their jobs and their workplaces and that is not me. Uh, this is infinitely uh, exciting to me, and uh, it has never lessened at all. So, yeah. <laughs> Aaron King. <laughs> Love it, man. Thank you guys for all the kind words here. So, are you going to dry the Galaxy line? Probably Gallery. Yeah, so actually, that's one of the main uh, tests we're going to be doing in the shop. We got all the clears, we got all the uh, colors, we got all the shines, and uh, we're going to give her hell on the shop with Gallery. So look for some formal and informal content. Brady Davis, master craftsperson Brady Davis, uh, one of my own in here. Love uh, love that you're watching, Brady. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. All right, folks. I think I'm going to make sure that I didn't forget any questions on here. Going through IG. Do, 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 do. And then I think we're going to call her a night because it is a beautiful night and I still want to have a little time with the family and stuff like that before we really hit it hard tomorrow morning. So John Harrell, after the five years of watching, then I talk to my rep manager and they don't know who you are. It pisses me off. That's hilarious. <laughs> so <clears throat> I am I am widely known throughout the circles of Benjamin Warren Sherwin, but again, it's a big old industry. And uh, yeah, that it, it feels like 
a part of this, like John, we recognize our names, we email back and forth, we, we do all this sort of stuff. It can make you feel like the whole world knows about this sort of thing, but really it's a, it is, it is its own little thing. Now, yes, it has a monster following and lots of interaction and uh, it gets you known around there, but it is, it is for the niche of the niche and uh, I'm just fine with that, folks. I'm uh, fine with you guys and me being here doing something like this. So, uh, Patrick J, thank you so much. Appreciate that on IG. All right, folks, I think we are going to call it a night. You guys have been awesome. Great bunch of questions. Um, so what's interesting is that, uh, I put out a post a little while ago asking for topics and suggestions. I've compiled them all into a Google doc and, uh, I'm going to go through them. I have so many good ideas here. We got to get through summer folks. It is a busy, busy, busy time right now. And we are going for it. I got to try to help out as many clients as we possibly can. <clears throat> and uh, as soon as we settle back down into fall and winter, you guys know what's coming. Uh, this fall, I'm going to hit it hard. Uh, one of the things I've been, I've been, uh, I've been testing out as I travel the country is those live estimating experiments where we anonymously, anonymously estimate something. We use a Google form to do it and it anonymously, uh, aggregates it all into a spreadsheet. Then I give you market rate. Well, what I am planning to do is to do that live here so that people from all over the country, we can aggregate all of our prices anonymously for estimating the same simple painting project. And uh, live and in real time during the show, you'll see them aggregate on a spreadsheet and then I'll spit them back out to you. And I will show you that uh, for all the differences we think that people estimate, uh, you're, almost everybody comes up with the same price. Unless some of those goofballs out there who, uh, who do the highs and lows. So, uh, But that's what's coming. I'm working out the logistics between uh, the QR codes, the Google Forms, and making sure we can actually do it in real time so I don't have to report back. But uh, yeah, uh, there's going to be lots more of that stuff going on. Uh, boy, we got a lot of good uh, painting content too coming up. And then, of course, when we get into winter, there's going to be the master's classes. And then after the first of the year, it's always the Mastering the Basics, where we go right down my steps to professionalization. And uh, that's always a blast, because I, I interact with thousands of painting contractors then. A uh, few hundred uh, people contact me after every show looking for resources. And we interact, we talk about business and life, and uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty life-giving. So, all right, everybody. Uh, appreciate everybody for watching. This means the world to me. Um, if you need any resources, nick at nickslavic.com. I give you everything. I'm not a coach. I'm not a consultant. I'm just here with you, master craftsperson, fellow entrepreneur. And um, yeah, the kindest thing you guys can do for this is just share. It doesn't cost you a thing. It doesn't even take you much time. So right now, just hit share, put it in your story, put it in your feed, do whatever you can. Uh, if you see a fellow painter down at the Sherwin or the Benjamin Moore store, pass the name along too. I appreciate you guys. So um, all right, have a good rest of the evening, guys. Enjoy the beautiful day. And let's get out there and make some happy employees, happy clients. Produced by the Painting Contractors Association and are made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPainted.org.